Five. I can hear four. you really good. Three. Yeah, we're good. We're recording now. You can hear me good? Yeah. yeah. Right. Five, four. So this is three, three two, two, one. What's going on, everybody? What's the, up? Uh, What's up? I don't know if this is the first episode. I don't know because I don't know when do I upload these things. Again, I'm just happy that you guys made it because I've been trying to kick start this podcast for a long time. Right. Yeah. This whole point of this podcast, again, for people who are just listening, is I just wanted a platform where I can bring whoever I want, talk about whatever. So theoretically, there is no topic today. No the, topic at the all. The only thing I have in my I mind, the only thing exciting about today that there's a fight. I'm not a big is UFC guy. Oh. Is it the Khabib yeah. fight? Oh, yeah. I was Justin. looking forward to that. Are you going to watch it? Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm definitely going to watch it. Maybe not live. I'm going to watch it the next day. See, why? Probably. But see, it's a no. Dude, it's. Because it's at 3 a.m. No, it's it? not. No, no. no. It's the, that's the only reason why I'm watching it live today because it's the, for the first time. What time is it? In a long time. It's at 8. 8 p.m.? 8 p.m. Doha time. Yeah. Yes. All right. It's, okay. in the, it's in the UAE. It's in Abu Dhabi. Perfect. So, 8, 8 p.m. is perfect. Then we can watch it. Um, yeah, I'm going to. Do you have a place to watch it? I don't know, man. I always have to try and like stream it. I don't want to say that I like, stream I it illegally and stuff. You know, I don't know. I think I, think I might There's go to a, I might I might go to a buddy's place, or I actually might have people come over. So y'all are welcome to come over. Yeah, that'll watch be cool, it. man. I'm looking you're forward to this fight today at 8 p.m. Yeah, bro. Yeah. The funny thing happened to me like a week and a half ago. I don't know how. Um, someone posted on their story about like a a, a Khabib fight. Um, or, or or posted a video on Instagram, so I watched it and I didn't know when the Khabib fight date was. So I thought it already happened. Okay, so I was the, the recent one, the one, the, the one that's happening today. I thought it happened a week ago, and I was searching for like thirty minutes trying to find it online. I'm like, <laughs> oh, Where is man. this full fight, man? No one has it online. Usually, like an hour after the ga- after the fight's done, some person uploads it on YouTube. It stays on there for like four or five hours, and then they take yeah. it off, right? So I was like looking for it, and I'm like. Man, how, this, this they're tightening on this YouTube re, re, yeah, you know, regulation. Know. I'm like, they can't even fight it, and I'm streaming. And then I'm looking it up. I see a poster that says, like, 23 October or something Dude. like that. I'm like, oh, it didn't happen, didn't bro. Happen that's yet. why That's yeah. why I couldn't find it. There's nothing, like watching, there's nothing like watching the fights live, you know what I mean? Like, if you watch it the next day, you're trying to avoid social media. Exactly. You don't yeah. on. Exactly. That's, 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 pretty much, that's pretty much the reason why exactly. I like watching it live. Because, I mean, that's when I used to really be into it. Like, I used to be really, really into UFC, like, I'd stay up. This is back when I was in uni, man. Like I could yeah. afford to stay up and watch it live, yeah. you know. You know, back the back of the days of uh, what's the name, Chuck Liddell, and like you know the big also, the big names, yeah. Anderson Silva, Anderson Silva, yeah. like the big big name guys. Like that's when I really got into it. Uh, like uh, the day if I don't watch it live, like I remember the next day, it's like fucking, fucking walk around my ears right. and eyes covered. Like guys, don't see shit. Don't I don't watch it. it. Don't, don't look at me. Don't, don't look at me. Don't look at me. You know, avoid all social media. Did you guys see the Izzy fight versus uh, Costa? No. no, see, I'm not. I'm not big. Okay. Like the only reason why I'm watching the fight today is because it's happening at an hour where I can actually watch it yeah, live yeah, and experience yeah. the whole live element. Now that you told me that, I'm actually gonna watch it today. I wasn't that's, gonna watch that's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, if if, yeah. if 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 any other fight, any other fight, like the Masvidal fight that happened recently, he lost. Okay, yeah. that happened like at fucking I don't know 4 a.m. I'm not gonna stay up until 4 a.m. to watch for Masvidal. Course, yeah. You know, especially if that guy ends fights in like four seconds, it's not yeah. worth it. So you you want, you know that you know yes. what we're trying to talk about yeah yeah actually the shortest fight it was Mazdal yeah. versus I don't know who but the fight ended in like literally five seconds yeah. bro the knee. there are people the, knee, the flying yeah. knee there yeah. are people who are so committed one of them is Basil you know he's really yeah. committed he loves UFC he's passionate about it and uh, so he actually like you know for him the games uh, the fights are like three a.m. and mm. stuff. He actually puts an alarm. He wakes up and like he watches it. Oh, and then fast. there was one fight he fast. wanted to wake up for. Yeah. Okay. 
and he didn't. All right. And then the next day he was like, bro, I missed, uh, I missed the fight and I'm so lucky. He's like, I'm like, why? He's like, the the, the fight was 14 seconds long or something like that, you know? Dude. So imagine waking up at 3 a.m. Yeah. getting ready. The only 14 second fight 14. I can imagine was the... Uh, Hamzat. No. That the, was 17 seconds. That's was the it? one, wasn't it? Recent. Hamzat's the one where he... Yeah, yeah, that was... The recent one. They yeah. just started oh, off okay. the first punch. Yeah, knocked yeah, out. yeah, knocked him out. Everyone's afraid of like yeah. you know, <laughs> fighting this guy. What did he... Did he have a beard? Is he has a beard. Yeah, he's Chechen. Yeah, but these guys, you know, they, they have like... You see these guys, you're like, they only fear Allah. He's got you a, know what I mean? <laughs> they don't a, fear no man, you know? <laughs> he's got a messed up lip. They call him rat lip. <laughs> Wait, is that the new the new Khabib? Yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah he yeah. hates that, but yeah, he's the new. He's Khabib. the new quote unquote Khabib. Yeah, I think I think he, I don't know like being like uh, sort of put side by side by someone who's already famous for being like I don't know like uh, very Islam. Like I don't know if he wants that. You know what? Like, cause they're both like they're both pretty pretty pious people. Like they're both like very no, devout uh, Muslims. Uh, uh, and yeah, Khabib a lot more. I don't know about this guy. This guy has like a beard that he's committed yeah, that to. Mean. Yeah, maybe that I mean, doesn't if, mean. If, yeah, if, if I know. He, if I know. he didn't want, if he be... if he didn't want the whole look, he could just shave it off. But the difference is, Khabib is more of like a humble guy. All so I respect. This guy's like calling everybody out, saying, oh, yeah? "I'm gonna smash you. I'm gonna do this." A smash. No, but <laughs> I like the word. Khabib, Khabib said he's gonna smash people, but he yeah. doesn't call. The, he was like with the with the McGregor thing. Oh, McGregor, right. McGregor like, pushed it. I'm going to smash his face. And that's after the fight, Dude, after the yeah, fight, what he said, he, he's like, he, he, I told you I'm going to smash his face, and that's what I did. I smashed his face. <laughs> but dude, honestly, like, I think I feel I felt bad for Khabib on that fight because he kind of lost his shit after mm. the fight ended. He jumped the cage and he went. They were disrespecting his Not family. His yeah, I know, but like, hold your shit, man. You won, Khalas. You proved your point. Yeah, leave it, leave nah. it at that. It's yeah. Honestly, honestly, I think the biggest winner from that whole fight uh, and that whole incident was Dana White. The ratings went oh my God, yeah. sky high. He's like, he let him, so let him go money. crazy. He's Fuck acting it. like he's pissed and yeah, like he's mad. Know, so yeah. This isn't doesn't represent UFC and all this stuff. But I can tell, like on the inside, he's like, this is amazing for our ratings. 100 percent, amazing. Of course. Yeah, he's a that's why. Man. That's why he kind of command, like he he tries to fuel this feudalism kind of. You know, he like does, yeah, yeah, let them kind of you know fight because it's good for the it's good for yeah. the ratings, good for the views. Like I, I like I like McGregor's whole. Um, like uh, trying to piss you off as much as possible to get under your skin. Yeah, yeah, it gets in your head. You know, like I, I, I love it, dude. I think it's one of the best marketing ploys yeah. ever because he's all about trying to piss you off, trying to get the ratings, trying to get people to watch. He sells fights. Yeah, yeah. Even I don't know if you guys remember, like in the middle, in the middle of the, in the middle of the fight. Okay. Uh, uh, it's only business. Yeah, there you go. It's yeah, he goes. Business. He, he kind of just whispered. Not whispers. He says it to Khabib. Khabib. Dude, it's just business. Yeah. Which is right. Him, Let's yeah. talk now. And, and, yeah. and McGregor was like, it's only business, man. It's yeah. only business. Oh, okay. He's like, like Habib, don't smash my yeah. face. <laughs> like, Habib you took it personally. Like, Habib, Habib took it personally. I'm like, dude, I mean, take it personally, but like, you won. That's it. You proved your point. Bro. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't used to watch fights before Khabib, man. Like, I didn't, I like Khabib, before his McGregor fight, he had a, he had one with, uh, who was the one before McGregor? Before McGregor. Um, we can't even remember, bro. That can't took, a, yeah. That was the first time that I was like, all right, I'm going to start watching UFC fights. Before that, I wasn't really, wasn't it, it was wasn't very it. passive. Like, people would talk about it. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I wasn't really interested in it. I mean, same, honestly. I mean, I, I, I don't think I've been into it since I think uh, Conor McGregor came to the scene. I started to slowly, mm. like, just glance. Wait, the Conor and um, Pacquiao. Not Pacquiao. Pacquiao, the no. boxing thing. It wasn't I, UFC, yeah. right? No, no, no. But Wait. I, it's Conor and Mayweather. 
no, Mayweather. Pa- yeah, Pac- yeah. Oh, it's Pacquiao Mayweather. Pacquiao Mayweather. Sorry, Pacquiao the, the, Mayweather. Two boxers. And yeah. then and then and then Connor and Pac and Connor. That was Mayweather. a decision, right? That that yeah. went to decision. Yeah. And everyone and everyone thought that Pacquiao should have won that one. Yeah. 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 I never watched it. I didn't watch it, but someone t- some, someone told me that uh, I watched it and thought Pacquiao won. Yeah, and Pacquiao was like, "Dude, he kept running away. Like, is that my?" That so so from what Basil kind of explained to me because he he knows a lot about fighting. Yeah, he said basically from a from a technical point of view of how they score points for yeah. every hit. No, Mayweather did fight because he like Pacquiao couldn't land as many shots. So even though it looked like Pacquiao was more aggressive and he was he was going out for it more. In terms of technical decisions, in terms of the pointing system, yeah, no, Mayweather, Mayweather did did win, just even though he didn't put up an entertaining fight and didn't look like he was going after it to take him down. He was, he was more kind of defensive, more defensive. Trying but to that's his tactic. He's, yeah, he just enough. needs to win, you know. Makes he knows, sense. He knows. He knows the rules. Yeah, he knows sense, how it yeah. works. I mean, any any other fighter would think that way. Mm. I mean, a lot of. I mean, there's. I always thought there's two kinds of fighters in the fighting world. There's ones that will fight for entertainment, and the ones who. Just want to win and get out. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, stand up fights and then there's all the ground and pound. Like you just want a showboat. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Like again, man, I'm not. A, I'm not big into it. I haven't been big into sports until literally today. Just because I'm like, you know what? I can actually watch this fight at a reasonable yeah. hour. So yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, like yeah. watch Can't it. Beat that. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm but, excited for that. But yeah, but so okay, let's get let's get into like my uh, my two guests. I mean, we kind of went off track. So I got Khaled Sultan and Ali Abbas, who are both my relatives. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys are more related to yeah. each other, but then yeah. I'm related to Khaled Sultan. How are you? Me? Through you. Yeah. Okay. Through me, because okay. our moms are sisters. Yeah. And, and then yeah. our dads and our mom, and, and my my dad and your dad, and my dad and your mom are cousins. So if you guys, if you're listening, we're very complicated, but we're related. Okay. <laughs> just putting they're, it that way. Yeah, there's some... So, so uh, you're, you're, you're second cousins, we're first cousins, we're third cousins. So pretty much. There yeah, you go. There exactly. you go. Yeah, so yeah, third yeah, cousin, second cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man. And so Khaled Sultan is a radio DJ. And Ali Abbas, you are a entrepreneur and you work at... Abu Isa Holding, Abu Isa a loyalty Holding. manager. Yeah, man. Loyalty so let's... I wanna, first of all, I want to get to I want to get to Khaled Sultan because I think me and you have similar... Right. Like... I think we have the Locations. same yeah in a way because I <laughs> so podcasting for me is not my full-time job man like I, I think I told this to everyone like I just do this straight up a hobby yeah but you this is your full-time gig yeah yeah this is a hundred percent like you will wake up in the morning you do the radio show and then yeah how did you how did how like what, what got you into being you know what like, I, I'm just gonna sit and talk oh man that's why I, I envy this by the way I generally do like, <laughs> it's, like it's a cool Dude, job yeah, man. Yeah, yeah yeah it's he studied this I, yeah, was man, I, was yeah. communication my bachelor's and my master's as well i went back to new zealand got my master's okay. in media film and television and uh yeah came back to qatar was looking for work for a while trying different things i was interning at al jazeera all right for a long time but that led to nothing okay got good experience interview producing so booking like high profile guests nice. um yeah then man i like i applied to qbs like when i first got here <laughs> And I kept following up. Nothing happened for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then I got invited um, for an interview. And that led to like a, a test. Did they did they have to test how you talk? Like your talking skills? Yeah. So so basically what they said was, um, I mean, he like the manager met me and mm-hmm. he knew like I had a radio voice immediately. But there's more to it. You mm-hmm. know, they're like, okay, you have, a, you have an hour to produce content, engaging content. Like write it up, go record it. Okay. And we're going to like listen to it, like a voice test. 
So I wrote this uh, this whole segment on the avocado trade. All right. <laughs> Couldn't think of a more fucking boring fruit. Uh, but I made it. <laughs> I, I made it fun, man. I was I'm talking about curious. That. Tell me about the avocado, man. Dude, I was telling. I was talking about the dark side of the. There's like the avocado cartel right now, man. <laughs> what? Yeah. Dude, avocado. please, please enlighten me. So. Damn. In, in because blew their minds. Avocado is so lucrative, man. It's so so expensive and True. it's so it hard. Is. True. What the fuck yeah, why is it so expensive? Guac, man. Why? <laughs> guac. Yeah. What the fuck is like you it's know all the, like it's all the tacos and all the oh, all the people are hooked and, on guac, yeah, man. People love so guac. Wait, hold on. I love why, guac. Why is it so expensive? Okay, what's it's, the deal? It's really hard to produce. Okay. And it takes a lot of resources. It's not very environmentally friendly. It okay. Takes up a lot of water. Okay. Really? Yeah. So. Damn. In Mexico, what happens is the cartel will go to farmers and based on their plot of land, they'll tax them. They'll be like, you guys have to pay us this much. This is the, car- this is this is the cartel in the Mexico. The cartel. Yeah. And in New Zealand, um, the prices of avocado got so expensive that there was uh, a lot of like farms and trucks being robbed. No so now, way. Yeah, now really? the farms. Yeah, yeah. I almost thought New Zealand was like this super laid back place where nothing bad happens. I mean, it's super laid back. You know what I mean? They just have a lot of like fruit and vegetable related crime. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty. Pe- that's, that's the scariest thing. Yeah. 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 One time. I Give wanted, us the apples. One time I wanted to catch up with uh, news. Like I was, you know, homesick. I wanted to catch up with news in New Zealand. This is a true story. Mm-hmm. Went on the New Zealand Herald and there was an assault. A guy got charged uh, for an assault using an orange. He assaulted an old lady I using an orange. Don't know how to feel about that. I want to laugh and I want to feel bad at the yeah. same time. Like, yeah. hey, you have, a, you, have yeah. a, you have a license for that apple, sir? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can eat the apple. Yeah. You can't yeah. assault people. You can't with assault it. Yeah. You know. So okay, hold on. So okay, let me get this. Let me, let me go back a little bit. So cartels are taxing people in Mexico yeah. for having uh, avocado farms. Yeah. Hence the price hack on avocados. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, no. okay. Okay. It's a bit Be- more complicated than that, obviously. Because right? avocados are so lucrative and expensive, yeah. the cartels are getting involved. Oh, uh, okay. okay. So, yeah. hi- so, basically, if I decide to, I mean, obviously, I think this is not the, here, the Doha is not the right terrain to grow avocados. Yeah. No. Right? I mean, no, no. No. But you find another place that's, let's say, not as crime uh, ridden. Mm. Okay. Uh, would it be cheaper to grow avocados, or is just the the the, the process of growing avocados expensive? The process of growing avocados is expensive because the amount of I don't remember how much water, but it takes up a lot of water okay. to produce a few uh, avocados. Mm. Like it's a lot of resources, you oh, know what wow. I mean? And they're very prone to like pests and things like that, you know. So that is the reason why yeah. making guacamole is so fucking yeah, expensive. Difficult. Where where do, where do most of the avocados? grow in the S- world was it south mexico? america uh, yeah south mexico america, and yeah, south america yeah. they grow also in new zealand new zealand they grow a see, lot that's that's see when i go to megamart which is whoever was listening is basically a local store food store whatever local hypermarket. local hypermarket you know where they have off-brand stuff or stuff from that's not local mm-hmm. locally grown i get my avocados and they say from new zealand mm. you know yeah so yeah. you get a bunch i yeah. find a bunch of countries but i, I always yeah. get the ones from new zealand i don't know why i think they're just fucking nice and right yeah but so that that basically that research paper got you the gig that you needed. Yeah, I mean, I just had information about that. Um, I just I looked into it too much. I went down that avocado rabbit hole. So I just <laughs> popped up in my head when I was on the spot. I was like, oh shit, uh, what do I do? I was like, okay, cool. So I was talking about av- avocados and how how they became kind of like well known because at one point they were like nobody really knew anything about avocados, and then right. it became kind of like a. Uh, f- a fruit for like rich people in the U.S. back in the day. Okay. 
Uh, they'd have, they've called it, uh, I think. Is it a fruit? Is it a fruit? It's a fruit. Or is it yeah. it's a, it's a fruit. Yeah, it's a fruit. I don't Cro- even know crocodile where. fruit is what they used to call it back in the day. Exotic crocodile fruit. You know, it looks like I can. I can see okay, why. Okay, okay, totally yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the skin so, of the avocado from outside. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that. I mean, I mean, and I apparently I did, I did good. Holy and, uh, crap, dude! Yeah. Congrats. Well, congrats. That's Thanks, man. So yeah. you do it has what? its ups and downs. <laughs> so you do your morning shows, and yeah. the news bulletins and stuff. And yeah, I produce segments on the morning show. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's cool, man. I have like uh, I do like these news headlines, like summary of. All the local news in like two minutes okay um it takes a lot of work but it's it's like you do know, you have you to get, do the research yourself or it's all handed to you and you kind of spread it out so for that for that one it's translated there's a translator who translated it translates it from the news the night before mm-hmm. when it first comes out and then i get it fix it up and then i do it but for the exchange which is like an economic segment like business stories and things like that i do it myself I write nice it myself. dude awesome um yeah working in radio is 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 fun i mean it's what i want to be doing but obviously you don't have the creative freedom yeah, yeah. i mean there's a lot you, of censorship you, you, yeah. you know so. i get that no that makes sense and I, you are just my cousin yep <laughs> what do you do man what's what's that's what, my full-time job what, <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you get no benefits zero salary and what's it called your benefits just to hang out with me yeah, yeah. you get to watch the fight if you want to watch the fight it's for I free get to watch for free yeah uh, yeah no but good. you so free but, turkish coffee free turkish coffee exactly. <laughs> yeah. and a couple of dates but uh but not so you are an entrepreneur you have your own business and yeah. you also work at the abaisa holding yeah uh, loyalty program yeah dude you're big into the whole loyalty program yeah i don't get why i've never met someone who's so into loyalty mm. programs. yeah, yeah <laughs> like I it's, know. it's so crazy I know. like i need thereby almost like, like you know uh, it was it was accidental it wasn't planned you know no one i don't think anyone kind of like goes out of university or into the into the working world and goes like I wanna. What are those loyalty programs about? Yeah. I wanna. I wanna throw all my weight behind that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it was. I started in Qatar Airways. All right, so yeah. I, I started as. Can a, I stop you there? I, uh, I my understanding is your family hated you for leaving Qatar Airways because they loved the. Yeah, whole they loved the tickets. <laughs> they loved the tickets. It was like a family intervention. They're like, listen. They stopped you. They yeah. They his brother told me like they yeah. put him in a room. They're like, listen. Think about what you're doing. Think about it. Think uh, about it. <laughs> We're getting oh, free tickets. Why are you leaving? It's a good job. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I'm like, you don't have to go work there, all right? <laughs> I have to work there. I need to find the next step for me. And it's just, no, I have a lot right. of good opportunities coming up. I, 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 I had a lot of, um, for, for leaving, I had a lot of broken promises. Kind of like every year they would promise me like, you know, the moon, the sky, the stars. It was just yeah. like, yeah, we're going to give you this position next year. It never happened. And yeah, they kept moving me. They kept giving me more responsibility, more work. Mm. Um, and, uh, and, and, but no, no grade improvement, no salary improvement. Right, okay. So it was just like getting more and more work. It was already hectic. Like even as a trainee, it's pretty rigorous. You know, okay. like when I was a trainee, it wasn't like trainees in other places that I would hear about my friends who are like, you know, doing the developee program in other countries. It wasn't the sa- in other, sorry, companies. It wasn't the same as them. We were actually working a lot. So I started right. there for a year. I was rotating and like started in revenue management. I did a good work there. Then global sales, marketing, and then ground services. And then after that, basically, uh, I did a small rotation in Privilege Club, the loyalty okay. program there. So I did maybe a week and a half there or two weeks uh, in Privilege Club. And then I met the VP, the vice president of loyalty and CRM and, and like contact center. And uh, basically we had, a, we had a good discussion and uh, I was coming close to finishing my developee program. And he was like, listen, I have a offer because 
they wanted to hire someone uh, in, in the marketing and comms department in, yeah. uh, in Privilege Club. So he's like, listen, I have this uh, position. Would you be interested in taking it? And so I was like, okay, yeah, sure, let's, let's do it. And that's how I started to get into loyalty. It was just like offered me a job. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, sure, interesting. You know, let me, let me try it. And I went there, I did really well. Within a year, he was like, listen, uh, you're doing well, but I think we can use your, uh, your skill set and your personality to more use by giving you a, we created a business development specialist role, right. which means you're gonna be mixing a little bit of creating partnerships for the loyalty program, a little bit of product development, which means like, what are we gonna do to engage our members to increase, you know, yeah. like all these double Q miles promotions that you see or triple Q miles. That's all, that, was, that was all you at the time. No, no, that no, wasn't no. all me. That was like what they were doing. Okay. Like, that's product development is what right, I'm saying. And like right. what, what else you can offer to members, mm-hmm. you know, also the lounges and all that stuff. That's part of the product development process, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and a little bit of marketing and communication. So since I came from that background and I have a little bit of connections in the country, like a good network, I, I was born here and grew up here. Mm-hmm. So the partnerships, part would be easier for me because I could easily reach a lot of people in, uh, in different companies uh, just through my network. Yeah. So I started creating partnerships, you know, retail partnerships. Uh, I was working with uh, uh, Vodafone to create a partnership with the telecom, with hotels to create all these partnerships, which is basically like, oh, okay, go stay like a week in the Mondrian and every night you earn like 200 Q miles, nice. something like that, you okay. know? That's like a, an idea of a partnership. And that's how I got into loyalty. And then when I when I left, uh, when, I, when I decided that I wanna leave, I was actually supposed to go to Cubic, Qatar Business Incubation Center to become an entrepreneurship uh, officer or something. Okay. Uh, it, was, it was a while back. So that's what I was leaving to do. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go work, help startups improve their business. And then uh, that kind of fell through after they gave me an offer. And then the offer was I was asking for a a slightly higher salary. And then while that was happening, Cubic was actually a joint venture initially. It was a joint venture between Qatar Development Bank and Bidaya. And then while my offer was already given to me, uh, QDB bought the other 50% from Bidaya. So it became a subsidiary of QDB fully Mm -hmm. okay once it became a subsidiary i went to them and i was like okay what about this offer and uh, about the salary they're like oh actually since the structure has changed we're now a subsidiary we're not a joint venture no we need a headcount we need to get a headcount from qdb and they've frozen all headcounts until the management reviews so Mm. your offer's been voided oh shit okay so it doesn't exist anymore Mm. your offer Mm. we couldn't we can't give it it doesn't exist anymore because of the structure it's different so I was like, all right, that sucks because I didn't have another plan B, you know? And then I got two offers. I got one from Uridu mm-hmm. to be a go-to-market manager, which is basically like market research to figure out what kind of, what's the data suggesting in terms of what are we going to do to get customers to spend more on different, you know, different products that they have, mobile, uh, you know, internet plans, uh, broadband, all this stuff. Mm. So it was mostly like data research and big data research and, and how do you leverage that to create campaigns. And then I give it to the marketing department for them to then uh, structure it, put a nice face on it and create like a whole communication plan and roll it out. I get it. And then the other offer I got was from Abuisa Holding to run their loyalty program. And that's what you wanted. And so, yeah, nice. that was like, all right, I feel more comfortable doing this. It's a challenge because I'm going from airline to retail. 
Yeah. And that's the challenge. But I'm still yeah. going to be in loyalty. So I'm going to be somewhere that I feel more comfortable in the field because I learned a lot while I was in uh, Privilege yeah. Club two and a half years and, about mm. how strong and loyalty dude, I really enjoyed are. like the TED talk you did because mm. I know nothing about loyalty programs. Mm. Like, yeah. This is just going right through. Yeah. So he did like a TED talk. Yeah. Um, nice. And yeah, it was good. Like, Where the fuck was that? Why didn't you invite me? It was in Scotland. Uh, oh. And it was no, broadcasted was, uh, live was from bro- the Majlis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, broadcasted lo- live from my Majlis. I was supposed to go to Scotland to do it okay. in, 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 in March. Okay. And then COVID hit. Oh, okay. And then there, I had to cancel my, my flight. So you just, you just did it live through the... So basically, my friend who was organizing it said, listen, Ted, Ted the management don't allow people. They have to be there, physically there. But what we're going to do is for the purpose of the event, we're going to... We're going to record it. Uh, we're going to do it via Zoom. And then he's going to submit it to management and be like, listen, this whole COVID thing's turning the world upside down. If we can't approve the uh, virtual sessions, then we're going to have, you know, 30% of our sessions are, are going to be not aired. And you're, we won't, we'll, we're going to struggle for the next time to get even more people because yeah. people aren't traveling. We, we have to get like local people to organize it. Yeah. So he pushed it. And it took a few months and he got approval after like three, four months that, okay, yeah, Ted, Ted, TEDx is going to post it on their YouTube and, you know, they approved it and it's all good, you know. And, uh, yeah, it was a good event. It was centered around the social credit score system of, uh, of China and how loyalty programs are being leveraged. Like first how loyalty programs were born and then how they're leveraged by businesses and then how now they're leveraged by governments. Okay. So then when they turn about, they turn into like loyalty programs by governments, it starts to take like an ominous kind of turn mm. where how can it be used, you know, against citizens, especially in places like China where like, you know, it's, there's no democracy or any of Yo, that stuff. China, you know, like I'm, I'm they got like Uyghurs there, like millions of them. And, uh, and they're yeah. basically like, so it's crazy. The social credit score system there, it's like a loyalty program. Isn't it, isn't it based on like, uh, it's so weird, like yeah, some Orwellian stuff, man. Yeah, I was gonna say it's some yeah. it's some Black Mirror shit, like yeah. If yeah, you if, if you if you are like a good person, it depends on that. You get a certain privilege. What, what is yeah, a good a, person? To, to, so what is, what is a good person according to the Chinese so, government? Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> so, that's the thing. You get access to like basic basic services or not? Like, can you ride the bus or the train or things? Yeah, like I was that. gonna say the, it, yeah. it, it, that's how. But how do they measure it? That's how the thing. That's yeah. how, how do they measure it? So they have like a they have like a scoring system, and okay. it took a long time to build it. And and what's really sick about this is I think they got like all these top consulting firms to help them with the scoring, like McKinsey and all these people. Wow. Like you know they got them in, and they're like, listen, you need to help us score how all of these actions by these citizens and stuff. And then they uh, they took all this scoring information and see they have CCTV everywhere. Everything is linked to the to the government yeah. system. Their their tech infrastructure is so ridiculously advanced that they're they've leapfrogged like the U.S. and and, and oh yeah that's for sure that's, yeah that's, that's that's a given it's it's almost like a it's almost like a argument against democracy like if you if you if you're in a democratic country it's almost like it's holding you back because yeah. of all of this infighting between yeah. like whatever Democrats Republicans conservatives and liberals and all this stuff and the Chinese are just like all right we're, we approved it we like the idea it's approved let's launch in so a week let me, you know? let me get this no right. discussion let me get this right so they they monitor all the citizens yeah and depending on their social status their actions yeah how they act so for example like let's say here in the kingdom of Ahmed Abbas yeah 
how much of a social score would you give Ali for wearing those shorts? <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's a, that's would a, you minus me five points thank, for wearing thank, shorts? Dude, thank God this is a voice-only podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no one needs to steal those hairy legs. You are not allowed on the bus. Yeah, so is yeah. that is that like this? Like depending on how, what you not okay. what you consider. See, it's what I thing. consider. What you, okay. It's your it's, it's the you, Chinese you, government. It's up to them. I was going to say. So if you or? if you're sit if you're just standing and eating. Mm-hmm. In a rapid transit, let's let's say you're on a sidewalk, but it's like in the sidewalk in a really busy city, mm. okay? And you're just standing in the side on the sidewalk and you're eating. You're just standing there, people walking all over you. Your sca- your score will go down, like you're, you're inconsiderate. Get out of the way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, and that depends on like whether if you can get like a more loan. Yeah, or, yeah. Your if your can, score gets minus. You can't get a high-speed rail ticket. You can't get like a flight ticket. You can't get a loan what? from the bank. I swear That's to God, insane. this it's is disgusting. Man. Yeah, yeah, bro. They, so this is being implemented right now. It's already been implemented already... for years. Okay, wow, yeah, for years, too. Few years, yeah. <laughs> it's not even it's not something new. No, no, it's a few years. Not only that, yeah. other countries are looking at doing it themselves. Because there's a, I don't know if you guys, you guys watch Black Mirror, of right? Course, yeah, yeah, of yeah, course, huge of course. Fan. You know, you know the episode I'm talking about. The one Which that's like, one? yeah, where they can the live score? in certain neighborhoods based on their based score. On, yeah. Based on the scoring. Yeah, that's, yeah. So that's the exact same that's thing. That's same thing. No, but that one, you rate yourselves, right? Yeah, yeah you rate yourselves. Yeah. The, what's happening in China, the government rates you. Exactly. Okay. Because I feel like dude. that you rate yourselves is a bit more cutthroat, man. That's a bit more cutthroat. Uh, yeah, yeah that's a thousand percent. Like if people don't like you just because you tell them yeah. like, hey, yeah, you're being fake. All oh. right, your score is going yeah. down. You know, <laughs> all of this is insane. All of this is insane. I I, yeah. I, I remember that episode. Sorry, but she was trying to move into a new house. Mm. But she was the lady, the realtor was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you're still like a four point five. You got to be like a four point eight or a nine to yeah. move." And yeah. she'd have to like fake everything about herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To you get know? her score up, and then and she it, had a mental oh, breakdown man. at some point. Yeah, and she went to like two. And then she became like that free bus driver. That yeah, who didn't care? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, bus driver, the truck driver it's girl who's like, yeah, like, yeah F a score. You know, I don't she's, care she's about like one. Score. I don't care. I don't one. care about the score. Living the life. Living it. You it's know? crazy how easy um, people could lose their freedom. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, look at a, look at what's happening in uh, in uh, look at look at Bolivia or the states or some Bolivia. Literally, I don't know if you know about this. Like last year, they had an election. Where the Socialist Party of uh, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name, man? Evo Morales. Okay, yeah. he's been like the president since like 2000. Okay, and uh, and he was uh, kind of uh, given credit for the reforms and and how he's improved the economy and the and the and the poverty levels of of, of Bolivia. And at some point, the the right wing, uh, who are like kind of the corporate interest type of thing, um, wanted to. Uh, take them take them out because like they didn't like this whole socialist thing where you're just prioritizing the poor mm-hmm. uh, versus prioritizing like foreign corporate interests which is the same as was happening in venezuela by the way um so they ousted them and they had an election sorry they had an election he won he won like by a huge margin mm-hmm. and they're like yo the election's fake and then the these these militias were like chasing him out of the country he had to flee the country and so they had like this centrist president for the last year while the right wing were left wing were like kind of sidelined and they had an election again this year and the party the guy who worked for Evo Morales as economy minister yeah. won by like 50 something percent like oh, wow. so they this like rooted like no our election was fair it's free and the people who are trying to take away Evo Morales or our party are the people who are foreign interests who are trying to you know corporate backed kind of interests who want to 
you know, they want to. It all wanna, comes down to money. Everything. It's yeah. It's all corporate say, economic like, interests. I was gonna say, it all comes like you said. It all comes down to like how much money you have or how much yeah. money you know like, yeah. pump to the government. Venezuela is the same, bro. Like with this Guaido and uh, whatever, they just like decided to say Guaido won the election. The Americans are and they, and he's living in the states. In the oh yeah, and they gave him the Venezuelan embassy in the states. Like yeah, that's, everyone's isn't that looking like, out for their interests. It's all yeah. Like, he's coming oh, wow. in because Venezuela has the biggest oil reserves in the world. They have huge gold reserves. And he wants to. And he wants to. He, and it doesn't let American interests come into like you know all these Exxon and, sh- and yeah. whatever Mobil and all these other big companies to come in and pump out all the oil. So they don't want to share. They're not giving them a share. So, so they're like, we got to overthrow them. So this kind of kind of makes me want to talk about um, the whole quote unquote conspiracy theory about is everything fair or do you think everything is kind of like uh, already planned and like oh this is gonna happen this year oh this is what's gonna happen this year like everything no, is no. everything mm-hmm. like there's this conspiracy that like the states already knows what's gonna happen the next 10 years like they've already planned it no they have they have plans they're yeah. they're, they're the yeah. they're the world superpower right so yeah. these think tanks that go in the states all these think tanks they're the ones who really drive policy for the next 10 to 20 years i was gonna say the people of the money that's what like, it all comes down to people who can but like, who do you think funds these think tanks all right there's all they're funded by huge corporations yeah, and they yeah. come up with policy and those policies are basically what's adopted by the establishments of both parties so republicans <laughs> democrats uh, you know that's that's why they hate like all these Dude, Bernie and um, AOC. It doesn't matter who you vote for. You're I was gonna say it for it, different interests. No, that's no, it. no, no. It's not. It does matter because there are some like you know. Uh, it does matter, man. Look at the difference between like Trump and Biden. You know, the Democratic Party represents mm. certain corporate interests, mm. and the Republican Party represents certain interests. Fox represents you know the interests of uh, the Republican Party. Yeah. CNN the yeah. interests of the Democratic Party. So it's just. You I know. thought it was the battle of ratings. In the end, like when it comes yeah. to news, it's the battle of money and ratings. No, that's what that's. He's talking about the media. Oh, media. Of, like yeah, me- media. I'm talking yeah. about the, yeah. Nah, but you, you, in, when you talk about corporate interests, yeah, obviously, even the yeah, Democrats are taking money from like Wall Street and stuff. And yeah, so everybody's representing. Yeah. Everybody has a certain interest. Yeah, but like you, you can know? see, but but the, what I'm talking about is when they get in into the office. What are their policies? Obviously, there's a lot of policies by the let's say like the Obama administration and stuff when they bailed out the banks and. And, and drinking the, the whole water and uh, you know how the water in, in Flint, Michigan is like has lead and yeah. Yeah. and then and then they were supposed to fix it. And instead of like fixing it, what did they go do? They did a photo op where like there was Obama in Flint and he was drinking water to show like all oh, the water is <laughs> good, you know, the water's fine and stuff. And that sucked, you know, but at the same time, there were some policies that he did in terms of like increasing the tax on on like the the upper wealth gap kind of thing. Yeah and 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 kind of giving this whole obamacare where it's easier for people to get like insurance uh for people who don't have like uh you know uh, um they have pre-existing conditions who don't have like a job uh, who can't afford like private insurance so it gives them the incentive to to do that but like with trump he's literally like Hey, let's give like three trillion dollars to the top one percent. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. like yeah, it's that. What is, okay, I'm so curious. Like, mov- moving on, this is just a really quick segue. Like, so elections are happening. I don't really, I can fucking care less. Oh no, you should care. Even though I should. You should. Even though Future I should. Future of the world, literally, like <laughs> climate change. That's the biggest. That's what's on the ballot. Forget about like fascism and whatever is happening in the states, and that they're the most powerful country in the yeah. world. Think about just climate change alone. That's something that affects everyone. Because he's straight up. He sounds like Trump doesn't 
doesn't what's it called doesn't uh believe in it but he cracked me up once where he was uh in a panel and uh someone's telling him like oh so this is what's happening and then trump looks at him and goes like it'll get cooler you just wait yeah what? yeah 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 no <laughs> he just says fuck? things yeah he just says things yeah. so he i don't project. get so i i have i'm a firm believer he will win again just because it's just that's what's gonna happen i i feel so too you know what I mean? Uh, I, I think so he's going to lose, man. You no. think so? Yep. No, Biden, he's, he's Biden, what momentum does Biden have, dude? Bro, it's not what? about momentum, man. The first, first of all, let me, let me give you two factors. The two main factors. I watched, I watched a lot of the uh, elections. I was following the, I followed the elections very closely, even in 2016. You did? I followed the primaries. I followed. Question, in 2016, did you think Trump was going to win? No, but I, I was, I was scared because um, there was this guy, Michael Moore, uh, who lives in Flint, Michigan, the, the filmmaker, the guy who was right. like, yeah, uh, yeah. Fahrenheit 9-11, yeah. He was warning people like, guys, you're not seeing what I'm seeing. People are sick of the democratic establishment and Hillary is a hated figure in the States. They don't mm -hmm. like her. She's not favorable. And people I don't, don't like Hillary. Yeah, you can't yeah, blame, them, can't right? blame them. I don't think, I've never met anyone who's like, oh, I really love Hillary Clinton. Wasn't she, wasn't, she the, wasn't she the one who killed the Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> that's yeah. what they say yeah we don't know who killed him right it was the clintons it's in the emails bro it's in the, it's in the, in the emails. emails it's all in the emails Locked all right up. no but see that that um uh, that's the fact that these two factors is that people didn't think trump was gonna win so they stayed home people were sick of the establishment so they wanted trump which was the equivalent of throwing a hand grenade into the establishment yeah because they, they felt like the establishment was rejecting him even the republican party was rejecting him and he won and so they, they wanted something different. That's one factor that people stayed home. Mm -hmm. But he won by a very slim margin. They won the electoral college. He didn't win the votes. The votes, Hillary oh. Clinton got 3 million more votes than him. But oh, okay. Yeah, but he won the electoral college because of the system, the, the way the system of, of voting works. Another thing is that Joe Biden's actually liked in the states people like him joe biden yeah yeah, liked. He's, yeah he's like how could you like him check the check the polls people like him even unlikable guy. No, i thought, I thought, I thought our like polls him. are untrustworthy you can't really no, trust no, them. no no it's not about no, no, that yeah i agree They're, with you I check, don't trust check the, the 2016 2016 favorability ratings of of trump versus hillary and check people used to trust trump and think that hillary is more deceptive and a bigger liar than trump in yeah. 2016 that's true no that's, that's I read that. yeah. not happening in 28 2020 people mm -hmm. think trump is a huge liar in 2020 versus 2016. secondly if you saw recently the last two three days how many people early voted and what percentage of them were voters between 18 to 29 which are 90 oh, okay. percent republican and the difference between 10, 2016 and 2020 i think the number was that like 30 times more young people voting. Oh, wow. I, I don't want to kill the momentum. Is it possible to pause? Uh, yeah. Just because yeah. I've been holding it in. You know? Go for it, man. It's okay. All right. It's okay. You can, you can keep going. Go for it. We'll keep going. Go for yeah. it. Where's the bathroom? Right there. Okay. Go for it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's the difference between the, the 2016, what was happening. Uh, that's why I think Biden's going to win. Because Biden. first, first, they didn't think, people didn't think that Trump was going to win in 2016. Yeah. A lot of people stayed home. He could imagine she lost Michigan by two votes per precinct. And there are like, how many precincts? I don't know. Let's say there's like 500 precincts in Michigan or yeah. a thousand precincts so, in Michigan. Yeah, yeah. So two votes per precinct. So you're talking about 2000 people would have made the difference of her winning Michigan versus losing Michigan. And that was a swing state, which would have went other way. Mm -hmm. She lost Ohio. I, I always thought that the Trump, uh, he, he, 
he really depends on like the I say this with respect but there's a lot of Americans who kind of just yeah Trump's gonna do it. he's gonna get rid of all them immigrants and they're the majority in the states they're not they're not actually they're not the majority are, are liberal Democrats that are like then how know, come he how come he won that's the thing because that's, the power the power that these people that live in rural areas so let me give you an example one vote in a rural town in Mississippi is worth maybe 10,000 votes in New York. Yeah, okay. Because the, the system is set up with an electoral college system, which means that when you vote, you vote for kind of an, uh, a representative who will uh, vote on your behalf for the candidate. Okay. So it's not like, oh, who gets more votes wins. Like, it's like not, what we it's, think it's, elections work. That's, that's how, that's I mean, how yeah, I mean, I think I'm, I'm very confused. how elections should yeah, work. Yeah. Whoever gets more, but no, it's like, no, uh, let's say Mississippi has 32 representatives. Um, Florida has like 50 or 80 representatives. Yeah. So for every like district and precinct and all this stuff, there's uh, whoever gets the most votes. All right, that one goes to him. All yeah. you need is 270 electoral college votes to win the election. So okay. 270 out of, uh, I think, 400. Just to be the devil's advocate here, because I know... You wanted Bernie to win, right? Yeah, and, and he would have. And he would have, right? And the Democratic Party keeps making the same mistake. So no, uh, see, what happened was, yeah, it was the same mistake. But what happened, that Bernie was going to win. What happened when Bernie won? The establishment, the Democrat was winning. Mm -hmm. The establishment started freaking out, okay? And because they started freaking out, literally Obama started calling all of the other um, candidates that were running for president, mm -hmm. Buttigieg and uh, Kamala. No, no, Kamala dropped out a bit earlier. Yeah, Kamala like is Buttig another snake. Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar, all of these people. He called them and he made them all drop out before Super Tuesday. Super Tuesday okay. was what what was going to determine who was going to be the Democratic. Okay. And so basically the establishment turned against Bernie. So, dude, mm -hmm. having said that, don't you think it would be a good idea if Trump won? No. No, no, no. Just so no, the Democrat, no, 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 so no. the Democratic. I'd rather take Biden, dude, man. Dude. I swear, bring this. De so the Democratic Party learns their lesson. No, they no. I okay. Yeah, I know. I like the what you, you know said. What I mean? in terms and they're of, like, okay, okay. Let's stop pushing this. Whatever. Yeah, no, our, no. our typical, you no, know, no. trusted, you know, no, career no. politician. No, I don't. Like, let's try something different. You I know? I think they that got a businessman instead, but he doesn't know how to run shit. From what I'm seeing, bro, he's running everything into the ground, and he's. Uh, He's just climate change, man. That's the only. That's the that's biggest reason, bro. Dude, the biggest Trump, reason is that Trump sucks, but so does Biden. It's no, like two yeah, sides. No, I, I understand. Yeah, there, who's one's shittier than the other? But it's yes, still choose, shit. choose the less shitty or Dude, or my, pay the cost. One of my buddies in the states when he voted like the last election, right? Actually, he didn't vote. He was a big supporter of Bernie, right? And he's yeah. a journalist. He was covering that. He's a Bernie or Buster. Yeah. So yeah. He, he didn't vote. And so many people gave him shit. Like you're the fucking reason. You know, America's screwed. You're the reason. Trump won. No, no, this. And he's like, is he's like yeah, he's like, it's like, it's, I don't have to vote. You know, they're supposed to make me want to vote, yeah, you know, exactly. represent me. So if there's no one representing me, I'm not going to vote. I'm not going to just vote for Hillary Clinton. He should have. He should have. No, I mean, he should have. In my opinion, he should have. I'm talking about safe, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I know, safe. I know you're talking about safe. Yeah. He should have voted for Hillary Clinton. I know a guy, an idiot who voted for Trump, bro. <laughs> an idiot Palestinian Egyptian guy who did not think. <laughs> Who did not think he's like, yeah, I voted for Trump. I'm like, why? He's like, because the Democrats and the establishment. And I'm I, like, all right, yeah, they're terrible. 
uh, yeah, they learned their lesson with this whole no, four-year thingy a little bit, you know. But I wouldn't vote. No, no. What's, I'm curious, your friend, what is... So, by the way, so people, for people who are listening, I don't know jack shit about anything. And I love to listen to you guys talk because I actually learn. Yeah. You know, like personally, yeah. I don't know anything. So the more I ask, it's like, oh, okay. I'm yeah. learning too. Yeah, man. Fucking teach me. I can talk yeah. about anything else, but like, this is something I actually. We, we, we need to talk about aliens soon. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You want to bring that up? I so want to bring that bro, up, we can't, man. We can't. Let's, okay, let's wrap this up yeah. really quickly. Yeah. So what did, what, did, what did your friend think of it now? Is he, did he make the right decision? I haven't spoken to him in a while, but the last time I spoke to him was uh, near the Muslim ban. Where <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm like, how did you not see that coming, you idiot? <laughs> like, how did you? Yeah. He he literally was on the campaign trail. He's talking about Muslim terrorism and everything, and the Mexicans are rapists. How did you expect he was just gonna be like, oh no, he was just talking like that to win the election, you know? Like, but he, he did. Gonna do but it, it worked. It no, no, it worked, it worked yeah. but. When it did work and he won, he ended up doing a lot of the things where he was like, yeah, I'm going to do a Muslim ban against these countries. And yeah, uh, authoritarianism is on the rise. You can be a dictator now as long as you give praise to Trump. You can yeah. stay a dictator. Yeah. No need to worry about human rights. No need to worry about American, like, even if you're against American interests. Mm. Even if you're American. <laughs> this this drives me crazy. Mm. Like, okay, America's like imperialist, like empire. They, they're the strongest country in the world. But like, I would expect that the country would look out for their own interests. But even when it's counter to their interests, as long as you have a good relation with Trump, you're cool. Yeah. No worries. All Do right. whatever you want. Let's 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 move this conversation to something more where we can all kind of talk about. Right. Yeah, this idea that aliens exist. I know this is a, such a weird segue, but I'm so curious because yeah, I, feel, I, mean, I feel like you've been bottling it in for well, a while. Well, the Pentagon, yeah, Pentagon agreed that they did exist and they've been watching them for a while. They just released they a few months ago. They straight up agreed. They straight up admitted that There's yes we have ufos yes we've seen ufos okay we do, do you think they said, said that just so they can like quiet people yeah from in the a raiding way? the area 51 no thing? no i mean do like there was that? a lot of there was a yeah. lot there was a lot of um like footage <laughs> yeah. coming out right yeah and there was that i can't remember he was a really high level uh military like navy pilot yeah who yeah. encountered that uh you, you heard about that right yeah, yeah. um who followed it after who followed it yeah and it was mirroring him and like the way it was uh, that was creepy dude it was like under the surface of the water doesn't and then when yeah and then it came up it works with gravity it works by manipulating gravity yeah and like it started like mirroring him and stuff and was creepy and then after that like uh, more incidents happened and then they were like yeah we've encountered uh aircrafts that are not from this planet so yeah, they have aircrafts that do you are not think, from this planet. Do you think it's scarier to know that these are either beings from another planet or is it scarier the f- to know that this is actually human technology? Uh, Ooh, that's, a, that's a good question, man. You know yeah, I mean? that's a really that's good a question. Really good What's question. scarier? I think I'd be more scared that if humans humans yeah yeah yeah, yeah, 100%, yeah. 100% 100% you know what i mean yeah we don't need more power man yeah man <laughs> yeah. what do we look what we did when we got nukes like dude we well still exactly, suffering with this literally by exact point so yeah. look what happened when uh, i forgot the name of the doctor but the guy who invented the hydrogen bomb yeah didn't he kill himself uh i don't uh, know but all I, all I know all i know is he was he, he regretted yeah he regretted i am it. the bringer of death i am the yeah forgot that little cool statement uh-huh. but the, he they they tried it on uh, japan and they were like yeah i mean the reason the reason the u.s is trying to uh, according to bob lazar yeah you know uh, Mm -hmm. the reason they're trying to reverse engineer this technology just so they can have it and one up everybody else and i'm sure russia would want to do the same china wants to do the same um but it's just crazy man like 
It's all about these defense establishment interests and stuff. Yeah, they I mean, make wouldn't sure they you... have a qualitative competitive edge in terms of I mean, of that's the how they're looking at it. And I'm like, okay, if there's like extraterrestrial beings, like I'm, <laughs> I, I want to meet them. I want to know, my, learn from them. See, my, 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 my whole shtick about why it's not, I don't like, I'm not, a, I'm not a douche. I'm not going to say we're the only living people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be that uptight, you know, hundreds yeah. of billions of planets. And we're of the planets. only yeah. intelligent life. Yeah. And yeah. we're not even that fucking intelligent too. Yeah. And yeah. I'm the most intelligent yeah. of them all. Yeah. So, <laughs> We are the most intelligent. But why don't they like make their presence more known? Like, why is it always a fucking shitty picture? I'm gonna respond to you. Why is it, you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna respond to you. What Neil deGrasse Tyson gave uh, gave a um, an answer to right. this is like he did. They like, don't want to be covered. Go on. Okay. He basically said, "What if the purpose of these aliens were uh, coming to to Earth were to try to look for other intelligent life?" Uh, in other planets and what if they came here and didn't find it straight up <laughs> straight up like, <laughs> means there's still yeah. monkeys to but, them you know but, but why are they Good still point. here because there's been so many encounters and even like old paintings old paintings like from the renaissance and stuff like that where you'd see like the virgin mary and in the background you'd see someone looking up at a ufo um, like why are there that, drones um, in afghanistan you know? honestly I mean, that that coming to that right? coming to that like you just remind me of ancient aliens like I fucking, yeah. I hate that show. I yeah. fucking hate it. You know yeah. why? Because I didn't watch it. I, I don't watch it. Or or watch it. I, but to them, but I hate it. Do you like it? <laughs> I've seen a few episodes. I don't like it because their their only reasoning is aliens. Like oh, it's aliens. Like there's no other explanation. Pyramid. Oh yeah, aliens. Not a billion. Do you slaves. think? Do you think it's like because uh, Bob Lazar was talking about that? He's, he said that some of the aircrafts were an archaeological find. What do you think about that? Yeah, they've been around, bro. Find? There yeah. are, there mm. are, there are paintings. Okay, you that I just mentioned. Archaeological paintings. No, no, not an archaeological ship. There were paintings before you even saw a ship, because the ships are with the hieroglyphics, like, hieroglyphics yeah. of okay. like, of like kind of flying saucers mm. flying around and stuff. Yeah, but that could be like he, he, maybe he fucking saw a shooting star or something. Maybe. You know what bro, I mean? no, maybe. no, no, no. That was a flying saucer, man. It was so obvious, bro. I mean, is it is it this is the now now and they had even like it, looks of like these gray aliens. That I don't know about if it was a fly like that cuz it's, it's hard like to tell. It's not that clear. Yeah. But exactly. the paintings that I'm talking about, well, that, you know, it's it, clear as a saucer. It, it's pretty clear. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty clear. Okay. It's clear um, that they've been around for a long time. Mm. They've been here for a long time. They're watching us for a long time. Dude. What if they're not even organized in the form of like a like a government sending all of these? What if it's just like expeditioners from a planet, other, you other, know? Other planets. Just like an independent group of people a, going and just, a, you know, loot some resources. I don't think this right? was ancient aliens, but there was a like a series like on aliens that talking about how the Soviet Union encountered mm. uh, aliens. They mm. went on a mm. like an exploration dive uh, yeah. off uh, Siberia, and you know when they went down, you know they like they saw some some aliens, and they were showing it straight to you, up. Like, 3D, yeah, straight up. They saw aliens, and uh, in the 3D thing, there were like these aliens, and they were just like there, mm. and then the divers went closer towards them, and then boom, something happened, and they lost consciousness, and the the guys just floated up to the surface. Uh, and there was even like documents like from the you know Soviet Union like from the government and things like that remember Bob Lazar said that in when in the, in the, pe the Pentagon in area 51 mm. when they had the ships uh, over there he said there were Russian scientists there mm. 
that they invited Russian scientists. And yeah. this was like, what was this, in the 80s, right after the Cold War? Yeah, yeah. This was after the Cold War, which means they, it's like... Did they, they find the ships or they replicated their technology? No, no, they had, the they had 13 ships that they found all around. We don't know where. They said they had 13 crafts. And they were different. They're not all the same crap. Which is why I was like, it's not a government sending a unified mm. kind of ship. Okay. Or maybe there's different ships made for different purposes. Yeah. yeah. But it could be just like, like expeditioners looking for resources. You know, like looking for oh, we're so here wait, like what, mining what, what, for what uranium did, or whatever. You know. Okay. And and yeah. so that makes me think is like if they invited Russian scientists, do you think that that's because they know that the Russians have their own craft and might contribute well, in terms of po possibly, man? But I like think so. like you said, the um, information so compartmentalized because yeah. they're so afraid about like information going out. Yeah. So only few exactly. people have limited knowledge and yeah. according to bob lazar that affects the scientific process exactly it wasn't open no one can discuss with anyone else you had your own team you focus on his job was material right you had to focus on just material and there was someone who was yeah. focused on the actual core yeah which element is the, 115 was, yeah. yeah and what was crazy was that in the in the in the documentary i feel like the guy who was making the documentary kind of did this trick where he was like he just threw it out there. And which the, which and documentary is this? Just so uh, it's like Bob, Bob Lazar, Lazar flying saucers. Where can they find it? It's Netflix. On Netflix. Netflix. Okay. So he was like, "I heard that you snuck out some element uh, 115 uh, out of the uh, out of the base. Is that true?" And the guy was like, "I I can't talk about that. Like I don't I don't want to I don't want to talk about that and stuff." The next day, bro. Next day, they were shooting people with black suits, literally men in black type people walking in. They didn't identify no ID, no warrant, no nothing. They just came in searching the whole house. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so that's like the biggest piece of evidence that like, I feel like he did that on purpose to see, are they really listening to us and watching? They've been watching Bob Lazar or any, every single one of these people who knows all this information. Mm -hmm watching them day and night to make sure that everything that See, they say that, doesn't go out of that's that's my other problem is so people like bob lazar or anyone who comes forward and they don't want this information to be told they would have stopped them a long time ago whether they've either suddenly they told, vanished they did oh they did they, 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 no, 30 years they were calling him crazy and every yeah. single thing he brought up no one could prove they but erased all his ec educational history mm. uh his birth certificate everything as yeah. if he doesn't exist yeah uh, imagine so his university so man his university they could the they're like we can't prove that you taught at university of arizona or something there's know, no records do you, know, do you know why they got rid of him it's because he's he has a lot of information he knows a lot of shit. no no it's because so they're listening to his phone calls right okay. and they found out that his wife was cheating on him with a pilot oh shit. and okay. They were like, okay, we're worried that he's going to become unstable. When someone's unstable, uh, they're going to let him go. And it was oh, because okay. of that. They're like, okay, this, we're not sure about this guy anymore. How um, crazy is that? Yeah. This espionage shit is like, man, when you get into this world, I swear, it's like, it'll change you forever, man. I was really into it, like, growing up. And I always crazy. thought, like, I always thought, I always saw some shit when I went, like, walked around the street. Mm -hmm. And I've always wanted to fucking see something. But I just mm -hmm. never... You, you want me to tell you a story? I don't think I've, I think I've told it to one person ever in my life. I, okay. I could have sworn I saw a UFO outside your house when wow. I was a kid. I swear to God, I was, uh, the problem is I was a kid, right? I was like 13. Whenever you're a kid, you don't thir know what you remember. Yeah. I okay. was 13 or like 14. I was outside your house, literally outside the street. Okay. And I remember what was so weird 
was I saw a craft with four lights. Okay, a plane. Four red. No, it's a plane, except it made a 90 degree right turn in the middle and just stopped, like literally went, dude, right degree angle to the right and then disappeared. Oh, shit. Okay. And I was like, did, did you, I just did see you, that? were you like asking? You, I like, was alone, man. I was alone and I'm just like, did I just mm. see a UFO? And I'm like, what the hell? You know, Who's going to believe me, you know? Yeah, that's the problem. Who's right. going to believe that? Yeah. Here's the thing. It sounds crazy. <laughs> I haven't told anyone this story. Like, I, I remember telling one person, like, I'm pretty sure I saw something. Everyone's like, never... Everyone told us, oh, it's probably a plane. It's probably a plane. Probably right. a plane. Exactly. Yeah, everyone yeah. would think, I would say that. If someone came and told me that, it's probably a plane. But it made a right turn. Like, it literally went, dun, dun, and then went behind a cloud and then disappeared. Here's oh, the wow. thing, man. I, I've personally never seen anything. Never. Okay. Uh, but this is something strange. I started talking to my mom about uh, this whole UFO thing and talking to her and stuff. And and you know my mom. She's yeah. the type that would like, you know, she would dismiss this kind of stuff. She's yeah, yeah. the last person to talk about this. One time she just comes up to me after like, I don't know, I created a safe environment to talk about this. And she's like, I never told anybody this. I mean, apart from like, you know, the, the family. Uh, but I saw something when I was a kid. You know what oh, I mean? Wow. She saw some like, circle thing just kind of levitating down it was kind of like i had like a fiery aura to it and she just remembers it till now and she doesn't really talk to anybody about it and i remember when she went and told like uh, you know her parents yeah they were just like oh it's probably probably saw something like you know yeah you would dismiss it man imagine your kid came and told you and she's kept that in and never told anybody else for decades for decades and she told you and she told me about it after you were like Talking to her about uh, this stuff, stuff, you know, and then, you know, she got maybe a bit comfortable. And the only time, the only time I brought my, I, t- I told my mom some weird shit like this and she reacted, I wouldn't say violently, but straight up like, like, don't you dare talk. Like she's she even like say, oh, well, you know, it was about the Ouija board. So I know, oh. I, I know, I know, and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. even black magic bro no i know yeah but yeah, yeah like but that, like yeah. i i i was like first of all for me the whole ouija board till now i think it's a bunch of bullshit yeah because yeah, i so watched I. I watched uh what's his name fucking uh pen and teller yeah kind of trick people into using it so essentially they got people to use it and it would work fine you know they were they had their they saw it and they got four people who were weren't believers they got people who were skeptical to make it fair yeah, you know, we'll get four. Skeptics. They were like, we'll get, we'll get four people who were like, whatever. It's probably just a toy. They tried it, and yeah, they're like, yeah, it, it feels like it feels like it's moving by itself, and uh, it's going to the word yes, it's going to the word a. You know, it's it's working just right. fine. They're like, okay, okay, let's try something else. They blindfolded them. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ouija board still the same. All right, guys, try it again. Yeah, and it worked. Goes to yes. You know, it it's you know, answering yes or no questions. It's working just fine. They pretended that they were pretended that there was some sort of problem. Like, oh, can you just I'm so, we're sorry. They took the Ouija board and they flipped it upside down. All right. Mm-hmm. So the yes was at the bottom and then no was at the bottom. So they're like, all right, guys, try it again. All right. They were like, all right, all right. And it goes to the then it goes to the where it's where the yes is supposed to be. Oh, okay. Mm. Get it? Yeah. So your subconscious so, I mean, is doing exactly. It. Yeah, you your subconscious. You know what I mean? That leads me to the the next question. Do you believe in like black magic? Man, look, uh, my, my my faith tells me I should, yeah. and I, I mean, I'm skeptical, and I am. I should, I, I mean, you know, like I, yeah. I I I do. There is some force out there, a thousand percent, you know. But I, maybe because I've never seen it, you know. But again, this is where I, this is where like I try and like bring up the subject with my parents, and I wanted to ask her what 
happened with them because I remember my parents <laughs> had a Ouija board. This is, this is back when yeah. like my parents were like like I think we're cool, okay. and this is where we're <laughs> now they're not. Now they're boring. Not, yeah. uh, we were, they were in Canada. They bought this fucking thing from Toys R Us. Yeah. This is in Canada. Yeah. All right, and they but they, they played with they played with your parents. Uh, yeah, no you, way, you yeah. remember? Yeah. yeah, I don't know about that. You, no. you don't? No, no. I Go don't. ask your mom. Yeah, she'd probably get fucking pissed. Be like, don't fucking bring that up. Yeah, because I t- I told my mom like, what, like, mom, what's this whole deal with the Ouija board? She didn't say, oh well. One day she was like, don't you dare bring it into this house. Like she just went off on me. I'm like, okay, chill the fuck out. What happened? I'm like, okay, so this is what happened. She's like, we bought it. Me, your dad, uh, Ali's parents. We went and we tried it. And apparently they got in contact with someone called Khaled and they knew which flight they were taking. They He knew which fucking... <laughs> was fucking they, they, they heard some shit. They, no, yeah. yeah apparently some apparently they, they, some shit happened. Like the lights turned off. Like they, they told me. They, she straight up said, this is real. Don't mess with it. Don't get close to it. Don't fucking... What's it called? Um, I was like... I showed them the video of Penn and Tell. I'm like, dude, this is bullshit. Look, look, look. And my dad was like... like Maybe I don't know. He's still now like he's like from what I saw, it was a bit. It's a bit off. No, so I mean I, that's one thing, dude. Ouija board's one thing. What about like cutting up chicken feet and then like nah, putting people's not. hair? Like yeah, you know, you nah. know, like mm. no, there's like that sehr and and it's old traditions and countries like whatever like dude, Morocco. So and so so, so there's, uh, a, there's Haiti. A, they have the whole voodoo culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. You know, yeah. There was the, there was that dude who was pronounced dead for like a day and apparently he went back to life i didn't hear i've heard of stories like that but apparently he was poisoned so bad that his heartbeat went flat yeah yeah hold up so if 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 we think there could be you know aliens that exist out there yeah why not uh, why not spirits like uh, exactly yeah you know so all i know all i all i really truly believe is that we're the equivalent of like we're not that far from okay I'll, i'll i'll put it this way Right, how they, how how people say like, oh, the DNA of you and a chimpanzee are ninety nine percent alike. So yeah. what do most humans think, right? They go like, wow, what a big difference that one percent can make, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But let me turn it upside down. What if you're only one percent different from a monkey, and that if you were two percent different? A, a two-year-old could do calculus in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're not that far from a monkey. We're like... Aren't we genetically the closest to pigs? Chimps, I think. Genetically. Genetically, genetically. chimps. Pigs. I don't know. They we say can you can... They, they got to... You, yeah, look it up. Because that'd be great. I'll be like... Because isn't, isn't, isn't there a situation where like people can use a pig heart? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah. Not yet. Are, not, I know not pigs yet. are really close. Like, their blood is the closest to yeah. human blood. That makes me believe with this whole... Like, uh, you know, in the Quran, they say that the, the, the pigs are, are actually humans that were kind of, uh, what was it? That were cursed. Yeah. And that's why pigs are, you know. Caught on to eat. Yeah, because yeah, they used to Is be that, like. I never uh, heard of that. I, never, I, I, I haven't I've never, never heard of that. I've heard don't, of something like so that. So don't question man. me about I don't know, faith texts. Yeah. I'm not the person. I don't know if Maybe. this is true, by the way. Yeah. I'm talking. This could have been like some anecdotal things. Like could when be, back yeah. in the school, they used to be like Pokemon Haram and stuff. Oh, man, dude. <laughs> oh, no, it's not good. That's not good. Pokemon Haram. Yeah. You know, I don't know but what Pokemon. It, like, Pokemon's a game, guys. I want to bring it back to the gin thing. So I know something. I don't know something, but so. We live in a what a four four dimension world, mm-hmm. four D four yeah. D is that what do you yeah. say? 
Uh, yeah. yeah, if you're talking about like with the the third, fourth dimension is like the universe, like the multiverse the or the something. No, we, we live in a three dimensional. It's mm. chimps. It's chimps, guys. Yeah. So the closest is chimps, ninety nine percent. Right, but okay. but genetically, genetically Gen- DNA. There was something about genetically means DNA. Pigs though, pigs are close. close, but there was something specific about pigs though. Let me let me find let me find, right. uh, look it up. I'll right. So there's another dimension where another being lives. Exactly. And that's where the gen parallel design. dimension. There. Mm, 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 that's mm. what I'm talking about. That's almost like the Stranger Things kind of thing. Right? In a way, yeah. In, in a, a way, way right? Could be. There's like another spirits. dimension where it's the same reality, but it's just a different. And then sometimes, you know, these dimensions overlap. Yeah. Right. And one one being can come out. Yeah. And I don't know. He could. He yeah. looks like a fucking shadow person. He could be. Who a, knows? You know. Or, so yeah. faith tells us that jinn can materialize whenever they want. Yeah. They can look like cats, they can look like dogs. Yeah. They can look like old people, they can look like whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. But it's up to them whether or not they want you to be yeah. whether, But I heard it's like them. there's certain people that do like sorcery or like uh Yeah, yeah. No, they know jinns. Yeah. They know jinns as friends and they contact and, and them that's to the do most them like, favors and Yeah. Yeah, so that is something, man. Yeah, I, those I, are just con men, man. I think no, but there mm-hmm. I mean there is some it's I don't know like, if there's yo, some I know some jinns. They're, they're my gonna, friends. They're gonna you if you want a favor, you gotta pay me. You know. Well, I mean, they do some grand, creepy stuff, man. Grand. Like reading the, uh, the reading the Quran backwards, and there's this whole like they're, ancient thing. So, so I mean, all I know is that's one ticket to damnation. Like, mm. I, from what I understanding, if someone decides to take that route, there's no mm. saying I'm sorry and I wanna what's it called? Well, if you go with like a communicating with jinns or yeah, black magic, you, black magic, and you decide to go on that route. It like taints you forever. Yeah, but yeah, what yeah. I know is that there's nothing that you can't repent from. That I think that's the that's the line. Really? I think that's the line. Like black magic, nah, no, I, sorry, ain't gonna cut it. I think I think <laughs> yeah. I think black magic is the line. I think I'm not sure. Again, I'm not I'm not. Guys, don't quote me on this, but uh, no, I'm pretty sure there's in in our in in Islam there's nothing that you can't repent from as long as you you really uh, full on try full on do it full on honestly. Uh, and you and you and you do better in the except future. black magic it's a black magic because <laughs> didn't, didn't he like didn't like god say that's the, you cannot cross that line no the worst thing you can do apparently i'll tell you in islam the the worst uh, thing you can do is shirk which is to say that there's more than one god oh damn that's the number one that's, that's bad thing. there's no i'm sure okay one god only no other god but god and Muhammad is his prophet peace be upon him that is the number mm-hmm. one like thing there's no god but god right. that's the number one thing if you if you do that shirk is the number one worst thing you can do the second worst thing was which is never uh, basically don't make stuff up knowing that you're making stuff up. That's lying on purpose just to cause like any for any okay. reason oh shit really yeah that's Damn. that's Damn. one of the big i'm al kabair yani it's in the same level as adultery in the same level as uh, as um, uh, what no i was just gonna divert this conversation to to just something i remembered one time go ahead yeah one, go time, ahead, yeah. Yeah, one time man i was as a, I, I don't, I don't want to hear all the shit because I, I i probably have like two or three what like shit i fucked up with yeah move on that's part of the religion where it says like even the worst of people they can repent and they can be better it's okay you know it doesn't matter what you've done it's weird. i hope what so. you, it's what you do I now like to not think you know. about it you know when it comes to live religion. your life but, yeah um one time my brother so my brother goes surfing he goes to this beach in new zealand called piha 
uh, and the lead singer of System of a Down lives there. Oh shit! Nice. Yeah, he has okay. a house over there. Oh, you diverted Surge. big time. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to meet Serge, yeah. but okay. Yeah. Surge, so yeah. I know a lot of people that met him. Um, nice. But this has nothing to do with the story. Okay. Armenians, I mentioned it. right? They're Armenian. Huh? They're yeah, Armenian, yeah, Armenian. Right? Yeah. Serge. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're Armenian. Armenian yeah. 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 So he goes surfing there, right? And one time, I remember he went surfing and he was going towards like the wave, and he sees a bunch of shark fins. Oh shit! The dude. Mistake. Rides the wave all the way back to the beach, you know, takes his board and he's like, fuck this shit. I'm done. Drives all the way home. I remember him walking in and he just looked pale, just stunned. I'm like, what's up, man? Did you have a good surf? And he's like, uh, he put up his boards like, I'm not doing this anymore. He went online, board for sale. It's like, oh, fuck that's it, it done. Hey, great white sharks, dude. Wow! Holy hot. shit! Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would shit myself. Holy like, 100%. I would, bro. I was swimming yesterday, man. <laughs> I was literally, I was like, what would happen now if not even a great white, just one of these like weak ass sharks came? I would freak out, yeah, man. man great even if white. it was a big fish, dude. Sometimes <laughs> when I'm swimming, I don't know if anybody else does this. So like, I'm deep because like I'm paddle boarding these days, and I go out deep in the water. Sometimes I just like make up imaginary like big creatures Why? in the water. I don't know, like. The fuck I did that. That's exactly what I was talking about. That's what I was doing. I was swimming. And it was deep, you know, because the, the boats, they can't dock really close to like yeah. islands and stuff. So it's you have to be deep. And I was literally making like in my head, like, oh, there's going to be like it's a not like It's not for fun. It's like sometimes you get these it's thoughts and you're like, oh, shit. And you're like, no, no, there's none of that. Yeah. It's the creative side of your brain. Just yeah. working. You just know? imagine like a huge creature so or something. Call like a Leviathan. Loch Ness monster. Like a I, Loch Ness I, I, monster. Do you guys I, believe I, in that? The Loch no, Ness? no, no, no. There's not enough evidence, dude. There's not. I mean, it's not enough. It's just not possible. The what monster? There's Loch Ness not, monster. There's not, apparently, there's not enough food to sustain an animal that big. In the in, in the, the loch, yeah. That's, uh, that's, the, that's the main reasoning. What if you he know? eats like people? The, the doo-doo that they throw in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling the you, the that they pump from the pollution. Into they the, don't. You know what? You know what? That's you know, my you, damn. You, you know what's more believable? <laughs> Give <laughs> me some more, man. You know what's more like believable? I think I'd believe more in Bigfoot than I'd believe in a Loch Ness monster, like an unknown ape. Like that's ridiculously believable. Like I'm not. I'm not talking about a full fledged Bigfoot. But but I'm talking about an undiscovered ape. That's what I'm saying. That's, okay. uh, that's the line I'm drawing. Okay. Uh, Not the Bigfoot we all kind of fucking but see. I can point something out to you that, that might reverse that belief of yours. Which what? is that, well, I think it was Jack Cousteau. I don't know who it was. Some marine uh, biologists yeah. were like, we've only discovered like, whatever it was, like 5 or 6 mm. or 7%. Per- I don't remember. It was, a, it was a small percentage of the ocean. Of the ocean's species. Yeah. yeah. That's all we discovered. So that's what makes me think like, Imagine seven percent. Imagine everything we discovered in the ocean, yeah. and that's like nothing. Man, exactly. I mean, you go deep, deep in the ocean when it gets really dark. You yeah. have fish that don't even have eyes, man. Yeah, bro. Have you, you seen know? the videos of when they put that the 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 um, this submarine thingy yeah. and they sent it all the way down it's to creepy, like this, man. bro. These things, Dude. they're these things that emit light. Remember yeah, this yeah. thing which emits light. Super sharp teeth. It, and- it has like a. It has like a little light, like a little light bulb yeah. thingy. And then you and smaller fish are supposed to come and eat it because they think it's something. And it's actually just like a dangling, a dangling thing yeah. just so it can eat it. It's called an anglerfish. 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 Holy shit, Yeah, man. dude. Dude, that's, when they, that's, that's... that's how they discovered. Uh, so this for the longest time, mm-hmm. they thought the giant squid was some myth. Straight up cryptozoology. Yeah, 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 the Kraken, the bro. Kra- yeah, Kraken's yeah. real. Yeah. 100% Kraken's they, real, they guys. They found it. Yeah. They found it. Yeah. They found it. Bro. It's not. It's really, yeah. They found. There's video evidence. Yeah, that's hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so the ocean is one thing. 
You know, they discovered. Yeah. Pre- but, the, but you're talking about in the lake. I'm talking about I'm not, the lake and Loch Ness is different. Uh, it's like, a lake. like a lake. There's no extra. You know, there's not enough. Tell you, the lake is different. There's not enough food resources to sustain mm-hmm. a air breathing animal too. So not only this animal has to. I'm assuming it's air breathing too, man. Bro, there. Let me tell you something. All right. They they discovered maybe I don't know when in the last two years all right they discovered the because of the shifting crust I don't know the sand it opened yeah. up a hole this hole has been closed for uh, I don't know millions of years okay this hole had life in it it had a whole set of of, of creatures that live inside they were almost like um well, it, had, it had like bacteria it had like viruses it had like these these insects and what was crazy was there was no oxygen under there Mm -hmm. there was no car they all lived off sulfur and like things that we would think would poison every single the biologist the biologists were saying it kind of blew our minds because we've never seen any animals or life that could survive without these components Mm -hmm. and then suddenly because of this rupture this open this like thing this cave thing that was closed for literally tens of millions of years. All right, let me try and find the link to, to tell you. Um, and they found this whole new set of life with a just different components that just don't need light. They don't need, and they live off uh, uh, the sulfur and whatever was inside sulfur dioxide. I don't know what was inside, yeah. but the point is, doesn't matter what's gonna happen with the environment that it is there's always going to be something that'll survive and adapt to the environment that you're in so it doesn't need to be the normal building blocks that we're used to in terms Mm. of oxygen water carbon whatever all this stuff you know so then this hole changed everything for the biologists because it gave them a whole new branch where was this hole uh, it's like in uh, Eastern Europe. Try, try and find it. Let me try and try find, find it. it. Let me, yeah. Try and find it. Let me try, try and, and imagine it. it. The world is interesting. Man. It's so interesting. Um, we don't know. I'm telling you, we're we're that, again. Again, that's that's what I'm saying. I think I have a, a more firm belief over Bigfoot than like I'm not saying yeah, UFOs, you, you, you but know, like you know what, man? Possibly. You know what I mean? We don't. We don't know. We don't know. I mean, like, dude, uh, you know the Tasmanian tiger? Yeah. 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 So the Tasmanian yeah. tiger is apparently extinct because you know the settlers. Um, over, over, over in ah, Australia, they yeah. killed it, right? There it is. It's called the Moville Cave. Moville Cave, which is in Romania. Oh, wow. The Moville Cave has been cut off for millions of years. Uh, and the, the title is uh, Bizarre Beasts Living in Romania's Poison Cave. Beasts? How big are these things, man? No, it's just... Uh, they're just like bacteria. Uh, sensationalism. <laughs> it's media. Uh, its air is thick with harmful gases, yet it is home to an array of strange animals. Mm. So in southeast Romania, uh, near the Black Sea, uh, it, there's this basically cave that's been isolated for 5.5 million years. Wow. Shit. No contact with any of the other life. How in do the they world. know that, though? Um, the carbon date stuff, man. Uh, I don't Using know. Using carbon yeah, date. A Romanian scientist was the first to make the descent. They went down. And there are the, since the cave uh, has been sealed, only 100 people have been in the cave since. And uh, basically, it's completely dark. It's pitch dark, no light at all. Uh, that's how it's been for, for, for millions of years. It's warm and humid. And uh, it's a pool of warm, sulf- sulfidic water. And it stinks of rotten eggs and burnt rubber because that's what sulfur smells yeah. like. Uh, yeah. And then there's these like 
leeches and like you know like okay these, so these you, are you just showing us pictures of like basically look at this water scorpion micro, microscopic yeah look at this water scorpion and stuff just and insects it's, it's like Disgusting yeah shit. this is a scorpion yeah. bro and like these things all live in a circle like it's a circle of life like the things they eat off the um the there's something that grows from the sulfur in terms yeah. of um like some small crustaceans, uh, not crustaceans, like, I don't know, it's like algae, I guess. Okay. Uh, and then though the small creatures eat it, and then these water scorpions eat, like, the worm, and, you know, and it's just crazy. And everything's white. They're all, like, white. There's no, like, color. There's no point being black or, you know? Yeah, I guess there's, there's no, no point there's, I guess being, there's no, I, no point of being any, like, camouflage yeah, color. Yeah, yeah, no color. They're all white because they didn't have to evolve. Look at this. Look at this shit, man. Look at these weird things, dude, bro. What are these? Dude, that thing. Look at that. Look at The these. thing before that, yeah. I swear to God, there was a fish. I used to go fishing in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, there was a fish called Yellowtail that I'd get. Oh, okay. And bring them home and put it in the sink, right? And you just wait for a little bit and like little like white things this big, like creatures would start coming out of the mouth oh, dude. of the fish. It was disgusting, man. It was like traumatizing. Oh, oh. shit, bro. Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah. There's a speaking of sulfur, this is like because there's a town in, in New Zealand called Rotorua, right? Okay. And uh, yeah, I had to look this. I went there when I was a kid, and the whole town smells like rotten eggs. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, it's called That's Sulfur City because of sulfur. that hydrogen sulfide emissions. Can you imagine living in a town that always smells like rotten eggs? I feel like that'd be very unhealthy for someone. Like just yeah. a living. Bro, that's almost like living next to what's it called, Su'ul Ghanam here. Always just smells like ass, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> my cousin lives right across the what's livestock it called? It smells, shit. <laughs> yeah, it smells like livestock shit. That's what I'm saying. My cousin, Hamar. He lives there? No, no, he lives right across the it's camel. It's close, right? Yeah, it's yeah, close. Yeah, like you walk out of his house, it smells like crap. It smells oh, like man. crap. Yeah, man. I was like, I hate that, bro. Oh, well, yeah, ideally, you want to go out and smell the flowers. And, no, not the crap. Smell it. Anyway, hey, boys, we should, we, we should wrap this up. Um, because yeah. we've been like an hour and twenty. Really, really? fucking yeah. time flies, man. Time flies. Yeah. Such a good time. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's been a great, great cast, man. I mean, yeah. uh, we should do this again. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I think, I think, I think the next time we do this, it has to be after the elections, man. Yeah. Oh. Because that'd be a great part two to this. Definitely. Man, I'm telling you guys. I'm gonna. I'm telling you. I already have a bet with one of my uh, oh, yeah? some colleagues, and and actually my uncle. I'm. 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 Yeah. He's on the other side of the bet. Oh yeah. So it's like me and one uh, lady at work um, are betting that Biden, that, that Trump is gonna lose. We okay. think Trump is gonna lose because I was thinking that like uh, Bernie was gonna win, and then Bi- uh, this whole thing happened. Then I'm like, okay, Biden, Biden. It is very fifty-fifty though. Like anything yeah, could it's, happen. It's yeah, very anything close. Happen, yeah. But and I they feel think like Trump's Trump, gonna win. They think Trump's gonna win. I think Trump's gonna win. Yeah. I, I don't think Trump's gonna win. We'll find out. We'll find, we'll find out. Until next time, guys. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for coming. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, man. Until next time, we're Peace. out.